0: The Two Fit Crazies and a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Evolve Health. Evolve Health believes that a healthy lifestyle should be simple. That's why they created the best natural science-driven products that are simple, clean, and great tasting. Replace your bad habits with smart choices. Replace your current spending and save money. And you can get healthier and stay healthier with Evolve. The Evolve Reboot Program is designed to help your body address inflammation and leptin sensitivity naturally with the help of their convenient, nutritious products. The products, plus their healthy eating guidelines, help the body begin to lose fat for good. And with products geared towards performance and recovery, athletes love Evolve too. With the very best part of Evolve is their social and humanitarian aspect of their business platform. The HOPE movement powered by Evolve's Buy One, Nourish Two initiative is changing lives around the world. Needless to say, this is a company that 2Fit Crazies and a Microphone is very proud to be associated with. For more information, please visit the website twofitcrazies.com and click on the Podcast Sponsor tab at the top of the page. <laughs>
1: County. and I'm Brian Prendergast and we are two fit crazes and a microphone we are where it's at how you doing Brian I'm doing well I'm doing well awesome yeah another week down in 2018 how you feeling
0: I'm feeling good I'm feeling good we've got finally got some warmer weather over here so that was not so bad after last week's single digits we were I went for running shorts twice this week
1: Nothing nothing says feeling great like a 50 degree temperature swing and some rheumatoid
0: arthritis. Oh. <laughs> so let me ask you, how are you doing?
1: Not as bad as I usually am, but um but it's hysterical just cuz as, you know, as you guys know, I'm documenting my journey to Ironman and you know, I'm like, "Hey, things are good, things are okay, things are hey, it just swung 55 degrees in 3 days. Um it's it's hysterical cuz you kind of, you know, you roll with things and you can adjust and control just as much as you you possibly can in life and Which other is, things you just like you to roll with you know um so it's that's that's what i always laugh about when you know people are like how you and i'm like well good or bad <laughs> you know so <laughs> historical but uh i want to get into um get into a couple things because we've got such a phenomenal guest again, again. I mean, it's just amazing the stories that, you know, we're getting to bring to everybody and, you know, the amazing, inspiring people that are doing, you know, crazy things, whether it's in fitness or it's in, you know, inspiring others or, you know, nutrition, you name it. Um, Last week, Brian and I kind of, you know, reconnected, I guess, after what, like a month, I believe of straight, you know, interviews. And we were kind of, Took the back seat a little bit. Um, and if you remember, we went after the whole cheat meal thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we went right, we went right at that. Christine, Christine uh, treated it like CrossFit and went right at it. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: forgot about that, yeah. 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 No,
0: talked to a lot of CrossFitters. Lately. That's what happens when you leave the two of us alone. I mean, we, we've had, uh, I got to say, our booker for the show has done an incredible job lately. An incredible job, YOLO. Yeah, and last week, you know, I was I was just the best thing she could come up with. (laughs) What can I say? What can I say? Oh man! And this week is absolutely no different. No joke. We got a good one. I'm excited.
1: No joke. And Brian, I have to say, I always say thank you because I'm like, hey, Brian, we're going to be bringing on. Okay, get ready, go research because it's amazing. And it was no different this week because I was like, Brian. Nikki Pebbles is going to be on our podcast. And I was like, here's all links to the information. Look her up. She's amazing. It's on. So, Nikki. Yes. Hi. How are you doing, girl?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
1: Awesome. Can I give you a little plug? Because for those um, people listening in, you know, New Jersey, New York, the tri-state area, and around the world, um, you need to know that Nikki Pebbles is like a confidence strategist, a branding ninja. That is honestly my favorite, Nikki, um, dance fitness expert, a speaker, a, like a motivational maverick, um, an empowerment expert, just an amazing person, and if you were to meet her, you're going to be blown away by her look because she's just got this uh, not only amazing energy about her, but this beautiful, like flaming red hair, and you're just drawn to her like a magnet, and I'm just so excited to have you with us today to share your your story and share, you know, what you do and how you kind of are out there really as a mover, as a shaker, like Brian and I, um, we want to bring New ideas to people, things that people may not have ever thought of. And and you are doing that. So we're really happy to have you today on the show. And I know Brian and I have a million questions for you, and I hope that you know you can share some of your, you know, biggest, you know, ideas and what you're up to with our audience. So welcome, Nikki.
2: Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited
0: to be here. So, so thanks. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's uh I I was blown away. I I you know, Christine like she said she sent me these things and and one of the things that she did leave out of of the uh of the rundown of your multiple talents is you're an impressionist. I love the I love the impression of your grandmother. Thank you. <laughs> and a hand roll, like that hand roll thing that I that I see. I know you're doing it right now. I can visualize it. I can see you doing it.
2: <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nikki, so my uh, so I want to start kind of at the beginning with you. Um, number one, you're a Long Island girl, correct?
2: I am, born and raised.
1: Nice. I know, um, I have to give the shout out because, you know, we grew up not too terribly far away from one another, and you also were at Stony Brook University, correct?
2: I was. I went to, I went to Suffolk Community College first, a uh, huge, huge fan of Suffolk Community College, and then transferred over to Stony Brook. Uh, so, yeah amazing stayed here my whole life the whole beginning of my life
0: <laughs> it's a good spot I, Christine's got like I said she's the booker she's got a market I think we've had uh, what three Long Islanders on so uh, so far
1: <laughs> you know why because we're the best that's why I'm sorry I'm sorry New Jersey I live here now Nikki and I get up every morning and I hate myself
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> my Jersey pride come on you you know that
1: as a New Yorker like you're, you're supposed to hate New Jersey like that's just what you're supposed to do <laughs>
0: Supposed to- Nikki, Nikki, I'm gonna need a minute here. You don't mind <laughs> my my jerseyness. I'm gonna slam her with a pork roll, egg and cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: So, Nikki, tell us um, what you're up to because you um, didn't really go the traditional route. And um, what I would love for you to kind of tell our audience, you did a great and what Brian was talking about, the impersonation of your grandmother. You had put out a, what was it? Just like a motivational Monday. What was it called?
2: It's called Monday Reminders. So I try to do every Monday. um, I mean, this week was actually like the launch of like season two. um, So it was a little bit longer than it usually is. But I try to do every Monday a small little motivational thing that just gets people to remember, you know, a, a specific thing to bring towards the rest of the week. Because I think that people, people... Hate Mondays and celebrate Fridays way too much. And as someone who you know, I, I've I truly believe that entrepreneurship is just like in my genes type of deal. And I think the main problem is that we do that—that that we dread Mondays and we celebrate Fridays. And if that's what you're doing, you really need to reevaluate your life because that that shouldn't you shouldn't be living for two days, Saturday and Sunday. Um. So I always just I, the whole core of Monday reminders is just to give that those people a little push in the, in the right direction, um, for the rest of their week.
1: And now you, I think this is the best because you were talking about how people question you. And again, you, d- you decided to go against that nine to five job and you had talked about how you get questioned a lot. And when I saw that, and you did that thing with your grandmother, all I could think of was I get the exact same thing. What do you do? What are you doing, Christine? what do you do and i and if i try and impersonate my mom and she doesn't sound like that at all however you know that's i always what are you doing why are you just go back to teaching christine what this is stupid are you having a crisis you know so and it just really hit home because what the messages that you're sending are so real right like we're taught not to go for our dreams when you're a kid you oh go for your dreams you could be anything and then you get older it's like well, no. You need to do the safe thing.
2: Yeah. Well, that's all you hear growing up, right? Is follow your dreams, follow your dreams. What do you want to be when you grow up? And and it's just it's so it's so backwards. Um, and, and if I had a, a dollar for every time my parents told me <laughs> the unconventional life I'm living put put air quotes there the unconventional life uh, I'd be <laughs> I'd be rich right now. Like it's absolutely ridiculous how how it just switches. Like as soon as we graduate high school, all of a sudden it's okay. Now you have to go to college. You have to put yourself in a ton of debt and then you have to work a job for the rest of your life that you absolutely hate. And, uh, you know, I just, I just think too many people and, and especially women, right? This is, and not that guys don't do this either, but I think for women, there is a huge, huge thing where like, as soon as we, have kids. all of a sudden we're not allowed to have dreams anymore. Um, we're automatically questioned, like, why aren't you having kids? Why aren't you married? Why aren't you doing this? Oh, my God, like all of this stuff. And, it, and it's super, super frustrating. And I just want I want the whole inspiration for that video was just to give people permission to dream again. And if you are a dreamer to not pay attention to the people who just don't get it, like because people are just not going to get it, especially when you're in, the very thick of it right the beginning in that middle part is super frustrating because the the vision sometimes isn't there the proof isn't there and that's what gets difficult because people are like well I don't really understand why you know you're doing this and you're doing that and you're making no money and you can't go on vacations what a horrible life you're living when you're looking at the long term right like that's that's what a real visionary is is the long term looking at the long-term vision so I just want to give people permission back to dream and and to allow yourself to follow that right, like that's so important. You don't want to be 90 years old looking back saying, "Damn it, like why didn't I do that? Why didn't?" And it, it doesn't always have to be an entrepreneurial venture, right? Because I think a lot of the times we really hate on like the nine to fivers, right? Like the slate. And, and and the thing is, it's like, it doesn't always have to be an entrepreneurial venture. Maybe you always dreamed of doing a marathon. Maybe you always dreamed of taking a solo vacation through all of the United States and visiting all of the States. Like whatever that dream is, whether it's building your own business, leaving the job you hate, traveling, whatever, go freaking do it. Like just go do it.
1: And what do you think I mean what do you think is the biggest setback? I guess that um I mean you you run programs like you run almost like boot camps. What are they called for a lot of women?
2: What do you mean? Like for fitness or for like online? For
1: for online. I know you you do a lot with like what you're talking about like pumping people up and really getting them to realize their potential. What um And business coaching, correct? Yeah, right?
2: Uh, yeah. So I do master classes. So I do a lot of master classes. Um, I do webinars. I do actually like special groups, like uh, special program groups. Um, basically, just trying to my whole thing is bringing people together. You know, so whether that's through a Facebook Live or like an actual master class, um, it's just bringing people together to, to educate them.
1: And now, when you educate them, what you know what is what is the biggest? I know you just said about you know chasing your dreams. What um, what feedback do you get? I mean, what is the biggest thing that you see is holding people back? I mean, is it the fact that, you know, they, they either have kids or a family? I mean, is it guilt? Is it being scared? Is it themselves?
2: I think a lot of the times it's the fear of what other people think, and it's themselves. I think, I think both of those are so – it really is the same thing, right? The reason why people hold themselves back is themselves, but it's also because of what they've been – told their entire lives. So they're, they're fearful of what their mom is going to say. They're fearful what their partner is going to say. Um, they're fearful in, in the actual change. I know a lot of women who are like, I don't, you know, I want to be successful, but I'm petrified of success. Like talk about an oxymoron, (laughs) like like you want to be successful, but you're, really, really scared as to what's going to change. So I, I really do think it comes down to a confidence problem, you know, and it comes down to a permission problem. Uh, that, that's the big, it's cause it doesn't matter what I teach. I mean, I teach from fitness to social media, to branding, to, to a whole spectrum. And it all comes down to the same thing is getting permission, <laughs> like getting permission to do the thing. That you want to do and not paying attention
0: to what everyone else says i like that i i you know i use that a lot as well I, I i use goal setting and i say you know goal setting is a way of asking yourself for permission to do all these things and uh and it's 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 funny that you said that because i use that one uh, quite a bit myself it's yeah. um you know it's it's um how about the one thing that came to mind as you as you were as you were speaking was you know how about People love the vision, and people love the idea of they all have. We all have grand ideas, and we all want to do these things. And some of us have fifteen ideas that we all want to do. I know I do. Um, and uh, but what about the in between? What about what you were talking about? What about the work that is required to get to that vision? It doesn't. You don't show up at the vision. You don't open the door, and the vision's there. You know, you you you, you really have to put the time and the effort in. How much of that do you think is what holds people back?
2: A ton. I, I don't think people ever realize how much work it actually takes. Like, if, if we're talking more on, like, the entrepreneurial side of things, so, like, work... And eat, not even... I mean, I really think, actually, like, fitness and running a business are, are the same thing. I agree. Because uh, people are like, oh, my God, I want a six-pack. Oh, my God, I want to, like, look like this. But actually don't understand, like, the, the work and the dedication and the restriction that comes into obtaining that. And it's the same thing for a business. Um, it takes a lot of work and you're going to fall on your face and then you have to get back up and then you have to go do it again. Um, and I think that's, that's the reason why, like it's, it's cool. Is it cool to say, Oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Of course. But, (laughs) but have those people who are saying that aren't walking the walk, um, because it's really freaking hard. It's really, really hard. And I think again, people don't understand that and then they try it and they're like oh I didn't know I didn't know I was going to have to give up this or I was going to have to give up that or I didn't think it was going to be that hard and 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 there you go and then you get the people who are just like, oh god you know forget it so so that's why people are scared of hard work people are scared of getting their hands dirty I don't I don't think they realize it and then when they do they're like peace out see you later (laughs) and then that's that
1: and do you think that's why people go back to that, you know, nine to five, that safety? Because it's, you know what, I'm just going to be kind of complacent and resigned. And, you know, is it easier just to sit back and, and be? I always talk about that. You just, you're being. Like there's different choices in life. Are you just going to be or are you going to live? And, and I, again, I, I guess, you know, there's a lot of that out there. And it's, I guess, how are you jolting people to be like, yes, you, you need to live
2: here, here's the thing when it comes to nine to fives, I think that the, cause I don't think that everyone is supposed to be an entrepreneur. I, right. I really don't like, it's the same thing as like, not everyone is a leader. And, and that's a good thing because if everyone was leaders, you know, <laughs> we wouldn't have people working for us and things like, you know what I mean? Like some people are, are better behind the scenes than other people. Some people are meant to run businesses and other people aren't. So I think, the problem is is that people aren't self-aware enough to know what they're good at and what they're not good at. And they're too scared to actually be like, wow, this person is, like, for instance, like with 9 to 5s. I don't think the problem is the 9 to 5 right. because because I think it's more of a leadership management problem. I think it's more people need to understand if you hate your 9 to 5, sometimes you shouldn't just quit and become an entrepreneur, maybe you should just look for another job. That's more up your alley. Maybe you should go back to school. You know, I think it's more empowering people to realize who they are, what they're good at, and then go chase that. If that's running your own business, awesome. If that's getting another job, that's more flexible, who understands what your needs are. Great. You know, because again, entrepreneurship is not easy, It's not easy running your own business and that's not to discourage people. And as someone who is an entrepreneur herself, who works with a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, I'm very open in the fact that it is very hard that I've lost a lot of money and then have to come back up and do it again. You know, so it's, it's being self-aware and understanding like what makes you happy, what, where makes you happy. And then, and then go do that. If, does that make sense? Like, I just think there needs to be a better clarification because again, with running a business, I know I'm not working a nine to five. I'm working like 14, 15, 16 hour days. Like there's like a no, like I just go because it's my brand. It's my business. You know, I'm not clocking in, clocking out. I'm go, 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 go because I'm trying to build something. And I, again, I don't think people realize that. You know, I don't wake up at 10 being like, okay, what's going to go on today? Like, it's nonstop <laughs> building. Um, and not everyone's cut out for that.
1: So now talk to me about about yourself, about this entrepreneurship and about getting up and, and going for that brand. What is your vision? Because tell everyone out there, because you've got a lot going on. you got your hands in lots of pots, which many of us do, because um, – my thing that I say all the time is that you throw enough, you know what on the wall, something's got to stick, right? <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. totally. Um, that's so funny. I love that analogy. Uh, uh, so I am probably the like textbook definition of like a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Um, when I was in college, I went to school for psychology and English and my senior year, you know, of course, planning like the traditional route of like going to graduate school and I was going to be, uh, I wanted to be like a child psychologist or like a, a guidance counselor. So I had all plans on doing that, um, until, you know, and I gained a lot of weight through college, like a lot of weight. So, um, I ended up just going into a New York sports club one day and getting a trainer and I decided that I wanted to, I, I've danced all my life. So I wanted to try out for the New York Jets cheerleading the squad so I went on a huge, like, just workout, trying to get myself, like, back into everything. Um, discovered this dance fitness class and, uh, and was obsessed with it to the point where I ended up becoming partners with the person who was running it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you need to do this with marketing. You need that. And, and became really, really obsessed with the business. Um, so much so that when I graduated, I did not go to graduate school. I jumped right into that business and building that while at the same time building my own social media company. Um, and I would just go door to door to different businesses. And this was before like Instagram and Snapchat was out. I would just go on random like office doors and be like, hi, um, I looked you up on Facebook and you don't have a Facebook
1: business page. I can build one for you. And <laughs> <laughs> Very grassroots, huh?
2: <laughs> and, and just built it that way. So I was running two, really two businesses at the same time right out of college um, and just really built it up from there. So I've, I've always had my hands in both the fitness and the and the business end of things and then started really building my brand. And now I'm at the point where, you know, I'm, I've am i built a pretty solid brand for myself where I, I have my, my coaching business where I teach women the power of being themselves in their business and their brand. Um, but at the same point, too, I also help them with their bodies. So... I'm a really huge advocate of of helping women realize that life isn't all about six packs and kale, right? And I think that's and that's been a really big thing with Instagram um, that has really really frustrated me was that you know Fitspo and all of these things give people the wrong impression about the fitness industry. And as someone who has struggled, I've struggled with eating disorders my entire life. Um, I had one specific moment about two years ago. When I had a thyroid issue, I had a gym actually tell me they weren't going to hire me um, because I gained too much weight and that they felt like their clientele wasn't going to like me and they tried to put me on a diet and this whole big shabam and I was like, this is BS. (laughs) Like This is just not okay. Um, So I really was on a mission to just help women realize that it's about movement and loving your body no matter where you are because anyone could go on a diet, anyone could lose weight, but it's, but it's more about the mental part of it, accepting your body for where it is and building on that. Um, so I've been able to really build two businesses again, at the same time, building that brand up to, to support both the, the fitness side of things and, and the business side of things.
1: And now I think, and I remember actually, um, cause the whole backstory of how, of how we kind of connected was social media. That was, you know, years ago, years ago now, actually. And I remember seeing, you know, your, your posts or whatnot tagged in different things because you were both kind of, you know, kind of in the backdrop of the fitness industry. Um, You know, neither, neither one of us were like the, you know, big on big, huge posters like, uh, you know, at first um, for companies, but kind of, you know, we're in the backdrop, our names are out there. And I remember, um, started, you know, I think I've, we Facebooked each other, like we were always friends. And I remember seeing some of the, the documentary that, you know, you'd put out different things. And I remember you saying that and, you know, some people are like, Oh, whatever. Maybe she should just, you know, lose some weight or something. But I remember that really resonating, um, with me and a lot of other people, because there is such a a huge, huge focus on what you look like,
0: absolutely. huge focus forever, and, even before social media,
1: yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, you should look like this and you should look like this. And I mean, look at Barbies for God's sake. Let's talk about that. You know, it's, you know, this is what you should look like and that's it. And, and it really does, you know, emotionally, mentally, psychologically really mess with you, whether you realize it or not. And I think just putting it out there, putting some stories out there like that, um, really do make people feel better, whether, you know, there's always going to be critics out there, but, um, we all go through it. I mean, life's a roller coaster. We're not all, you know, size twos all the time and it, you know, and things go on, whether it's medical or it's, you know, it's just where you are in life. Um, and I think that's so important for you to, to come out and talk to women and talk to people in general about this because for you going through that there's how many other people that don't have that social media platform to get that out there that this is normal we're you know we're all in this together
2: yeah well that's that's why i did that i was i'm super nervous about putting that post out and and here's the thing too and i just want to clarify this this isn't like an attack on people who have six packs right a lot of people say like I had one person who was like, oh, you know, you're supporting obesity. And that, that, that that's, here's the thing. It's not that I'm hating on people who have six-packs. And it's not that I'm saying, oh, my God, eat whatever you want. Right? Listen, I've had a six-pack. I've been super-duper-duper fit. And I was miserable and depressed. And, and there's a right way to do things, and there's a, and there's a wrong way to do things. I've been on the spectrum of both ends. And at the end of the day, what helped me feel my best was when I was mentally at my best when I wasn't starving myself going to the gym five hours a day and eating you know what I mean like there there needs to be that clarification that like right now I I don't have a six-pack right but I've I I can I can leg press oh my god like my legs are huge like I have great legs and I love my arms and I can run a marathon if I want like that that's the beauty of it you know what I mean and I think we have to take the size out of it and, and more so focus on like, how do I feel? Like, how do I feel today? I love again, it. I know a lot of people who have six packs who aren't healthy. I had a guy who did a fitness competition and had a heart attack a half an hour afterwards, but he looked like he looked like he was in shape, but internally he wasn't. So that's, that's the big point that I want to drive. That it's not always about the number on the scale and it's not always about how someone looks on the outside.
0: I I I love it. I love it, Nikki. You're an angel. I think, uh, the, you know, everything that you put together is is very much how I approach. You know, the the health and well being and wellness, uh, with the health coaching that I do. Y- you can, like you said, uh, you know, exercise and eat kale. Uh, you can eat kale till you're green in the face. You can exercise very well if your home life is a mess. If your work is a mess, if, you know, you're, you're not, your finances are a mess and the things are around you are not really, you're not happy and at peace, um, you know, you're not going to be very healthy. And, it, it, you know, all those things don't necessarily equate to what you're seeing numbers-wise on a scale or even numbers of workouts or anything like that. It's a holistic, you know, environment that you have to really make peace with uh, to make it work. And that's why I think it's fantastic that you've coupled those two things. You've coupled the health. And, you know, health and fitness, and then with the you know the the um, the coaching for for business and entrepreneurship or whatever. You know, like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, perfect entre- entrepreneurship. You know, it could be some people's passion. Maybe you know, working with children or, or or whatever in a nursery school, and and it could really be anything like that. That vision is going to be different for the three of us and just about everybody else in, on this planet. So I really think that it's fantastic that um you know it's it's really just helping people find that vision and, and, and putting them towards it. It's amazing. Thank you. You're Absolutely. welcome.
2: It's, it's, finding, it's finding that thing that burns in your soul and then go doing that. Like that, thats, that's I think for me, is what a successful life is, is, is going after that fire.
0: And so many people are just surviving. That's what I always say. You know, I see the people that are just surviving and, and that's what we equate that nine to five to and that comfort and it just kind of, tucks in the pocket and everything is you know there's less questions and that's you know some people just want to be left alone i get that um you know i i get that and and that you know it might be peace to them and but a lot of it you know it's not just about surviving it's about having a wonderful life
2: exactly exactly
1: do you guys ever see the show nip tuck
2: no oh my god i forgot about do
1: you remember this (laughs) okay I was hoping that maybe, maybe one of us, beside myself, used to watch that back in the day. Okay. So here's what I think of, ready? So every time it was about these plastic surgeons, Brian, do you remember
0: I I remember the premise. I just never watched
1: it. I watched a couple seasons, and then it got so out of control that I would never watch it again. It was one of those guilty pleasures, right? So I don't know if you remember that when anyone came in to the plastic surgeon's office— the doctors ask them the same exact question every time. Nikki, did you watch? Did You said you watched it. Do you remember? They
2: would say, what don't you like about yourself? Yes. Yeah. That
1: was the, okay. That's all I think of when, you know, I think of like kind of what you do and, you know, kind of what Brian and Brian and I are out to get it's, you know, you've got these people who are like broken in some way and we don't know what way. And most of the time we get them and it's, you know, you might get them and they're, and they're like. You know, I'm, I am I want to do this or, you know, I feel bad about myself because I'm overweight or, you know, we get them and it's like, you know, I want to be more fit. And, you know, really we're people sitting here going, what don't you like? Like we're trying to figure out what don't you like about yourself? Because sometimes I feel like when you get to the point of I want to lose weight or I want to be more fit, there's something else going on. So I always equate it kind of to this and I always like I'm hesitant to ever ask someone this, but. I always want to be like, what don't you like about yourself? Because if we just came out and asked that question, maybe we'd get to the bottom of why you're not fit or why you don't feel good about yourself a lot faster, right? So what don't you like about yourself? What is it? Is it maybe it's your job. Maybe you hate your
0: marriage. That's that's like well, right? that's health coaching one oh one. I mean that's exactly what I do. I maybe not use those exact words, right. but we call we call them the high mileage questions. Mm-hmm. The questions you ask and you just be quiet and the people start talking. Yep,
2: yep. But I also think it's very important too to ask people what they love about themselves. Sure. I think it's so easy. I mean, if you ask me what I didn't like about myself right now, I could give you a laundry list. But if you ask me, you know, I think a really hard question is okay, what what do you actually love about yourself? And it's and I think both questions both hold so much weight, right? Because we like especially when someone's like when when you're overeating, right? We'll just we'll just use eating as an example. Like when you're like, "Oh my god, I just you have a bad day and then you're eating a, you know, you go to McDonald's and you get like five cheeseburgers and 12 french fries right like it's figuring out you're not just eating because you had a bad day like really dig down and figure out like what what are you trying to hide what are you trying to fix through food through that addiction it doesn't even have to be food through whatever addiction and i think that again that is the deep question of what we're all just talking about like what is the what is the thing that's eating away at you and really poking that monster and dealing with it and that's very hard to do
1: no No one wants to deal with with reality, though. You know,
0: we'd rather, you know, go that's out. That's the and- good stuff, man. That once we get there, yep. That's that's where that's where the amazing happens.
2: Yeah, totally. That's where the change happens.
0: Exactly. I heard uh, J.D. Roth, who's the executive producer of the um, Biggest Loser, and he's got a. He's actually got a. Um, vegan show now where they're doing similar things but they're just using a plant-based diet um, it's on one of the cable uh, or the um, like the internet are you channels. like giddy over like, that or what i was a little excited <laughs> about that to be honest with you and uh, what happened was he's he was doing the circuit he was doing uh he was doing podcasts and he was on a, a several of the ones that i listened to so i heard him a couple times and the one thing that he says is that nobody's hungry enough to eat themselves to 400 pounds
1: yeah, right. it's not true. hunger. That's true.
0: You know, and it's not a matter of food. There's something else that that's going there. That, you know, there's something else that that's 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 sending you there. And uh, you know, once we get there, again, you know, you can kind of just sit back and and and, uh, and let things happen. Totally, totally.
1: So, Nikki, talk to me. What is what's in the mix? What's in the future? What's going on right now in your mind? How? Um, I know that you put out a post the other day, which, um. I think I saw it. It was about how you're going to throw out. I do this too. I throw things out in the universe. And you know what's crazy is that the universe tends to throw things back at you. And if you work hard, like Brian and I talk about loving the work, like you said before, it's not just someone who comes out and says, I want to open a business. It's, it's really freaking hard and it's going to be hard work and long hours. And Brian and I always talk about how we love the work. Like that's us. Like you have to love the work and that the business opening or You know, we run races sometimes, and getting to the race is just kind of the icing on the cake. It's the putting in the work that we love.
0: I always say if I never ran another race again, I'd be okay as long as I could train.
1: Right. So you you threw out in the universe that you wanted to be, I think, I don't know, maybe on – You know, like a host of a television show or something like that, which, okay, I'm going to throw my name in with you because I will totally (laughs) be with you on whatever. If it's like oxygen or whatever, like I'm all in. Brian will come with us as well. Whatever you need, we're here. Um, Talk to me. What's your goals? What's going on now?
2: Yeah, so what's interesting is that the other, so I'll I'll tell you actually the whole story. So I was coming back from teaching a fitness class in New York City and I, I was walking past. Um, the building that Rachel Ray actually filmed. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I saw this huge sign and it like hit me like a, a ton of bricks. I was like, I want to have my own show. Now, when I say TV show here, and, and this is my my personal theory, um, because I don't plan for today, I plan for the next, you know, like three five years. You know, I think that cable TV computers are going to be like obsolete in the next couple of years. I think that Netflix. And, and voice, and, and the cell phone, all of these things, Facebook, are, are all going to take over when it comes to cable. So I had this idea of wanting to make my own talk show and Netflix buying it out. <laughs> and I said, by 2020, and then by 2025, I want to have my own like social media virtual TV network. Um, and it was so crazy, the response I got. But what was even crazier was right after that I Literally yesterday, um, I had the idea where I was like, well, why do I need to wait till 2020 to do this? And it was right after my Monday reminder. And I I got such a great response from that Monday reminder. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start this now. So I started the process of starting Pebble Rebel TV. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so where that's coming from is, you know, it's going to have a couple of different things on it. But I'm having one called um, Behind the Business where it's kind of like, remember behind the music on VH1? Yeah. But like doing that, but like behind the business. So talking about the times where these business owner I don't want to talk about the glittery like, oh my God, you got this award, or oh my God, you made this much money. I don't give a shit about that. I want to know the times where people told you that you suck, that you almost went bankrupt, that you wanted to give up. That's the juicy stuff that I want to talk about. You mean real life? So there's, so there's behind the music behind the music behind the business and then there's another show called um how to adult and that's geared toward 20 and 30 somethings about the things that we should have learned in school but never did so that's talking about taxes that's talking about resumes that's talking about buying houses all these different things that like you would think we would have learned but when you come into your 20s you're like oh my god how do i actually do this right now um so and and then keeping with the Monday reminders, but I, I really wanted to create these different shows um, for for powerful women, for rebellious women, to the point where I hope in the future I can get other people who would want to be a part of the channel, and then I could just add their shows onto the channel. So very close to how like Oprah does own right like mm-hmm. own network. So having like if you guys wanted to do a show and be on Pebble Rebel TV, like
1: of course we would. We're in. Uh, just count us ho- in.
0: Hold on, let me check. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it, it would be your own show. Like I wouldn't even like I wouldn't even be involved in it. You could just tell people, "Hey, check out Pebble Rebel TV to see our next episode." So that's kind of like the the gear the push that I'm going towards and I'm and I'm super duper duper excited about it. I feel like Pebble Rebel
1: and two fit crazies in a microphone somehow like are in the same realm. I'm just going
0: to throw that out there. I, I LOL'd when, uh, when you said your name like that. I thought, I, that's amazing. It's perfect.
2: Thank you, thank you.
0: I forgot, I think that was
1: the first group that I saw that I was like, yeah, I'll put my name in that group. Pebble yeah, Rebel,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll even dye my hair red. Yeah,
2: there you go, listen. <laughs> I've had people do it, and it, red hair changes your life, man.
0: I'm I mean, it's, it's, it's going gray, so I might as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I went blonde last year. I was like... Hey, I was
1: doing a bunch of presenting, oh, and I was like, "You know what? I I like. I've always had the brown hair, but up on stage, like the the blonde just pops. So I'm like, hey, I'll just dye my hair blonde. Like, whatever. You could dye a different color, right? If you don't like it, you just change it. That's life, right? You don't like something, you change it. Yep. Whenever you want.
0: I thought you were blonde. We got a bad bill of goods here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like to. I've been duped. I like to give off the vibe that I don't really know what I'm doing, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Yeah, I'm actually brunette." So yeah. you guys are in
0: trouble. Oh my goodness! So that's amazing. That's such a good thing. I mean, it's and it's so. I mean, your vision is perfect and it's and it's clear. Um, <laughs> that's one of my hardest problems, and you probably see this with people that you work with, is that my vision is clear, very clear, crystal clear, in my head if you were to ask me that vision i would give you a bunch of gibberish and diff, you know five different avenues as to how i'm going to get there um you know that's that's uh, perhaps part of the genius I, I guess i'll tell myself but it's it's certainly thing something that i need to work on is is uh taking that vision and and funneling it down and uh, and making it more uh doable which I, is
1: i got you on that too
0: I called up Brian, gave this, or what, two days ago? And I was like,
1: listen, Brian, I'm sorry I'm going to be very short and, you know, like curt on this call, but if we want to do this, this is how it's going to work. And we have a six-month timeline, and that's it.
0: (laughs) I was like, chill out.
2: It's hard. It's hard when you have so many ideas, and you're just like, I want to do all of the things, right? Like, I fall into that all the time, where I'm like, I just want to do all of the things, and you can. I don't think that you should ever have to get rid of, like dreams, right? Or visions. I think that the most important thing is developing the brand and the brand is you, right? So once you have the brand, once you have the message as to what you stand for, then everything else is easy. Everything else is easy because people just need to trust you. Once people trust you, you could sell them freaking pens and they would buy it from you. They would buy it. That's why the Kardashians are so successful. What exactly do the Kardashians sell?
0: Pens. (laughs) Um, (laughs) sex tapes oh my gosh
2: (laughs) they sell sell like this friendship type of thing right right? where people want to feel like they're friends with them they're in their inner circle so that's why people are so like it's
0: trust you're right
2: they're 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 intrigued by them same thing with uber what is uber selling uber selling convenience right? Like all of these things. So figuring out what is it that you're actually selling? What is it that you're actually doing? And then once you get from there, then, then it's super simple. Then you could just throw out different things, see what works and then go on and then go on from there. You know, like I'm planning on doing like not only the TV channel, but introducing like different fitness stuff and different fitness uh, tours and things like that. And I have no problem doing that. There's no brand confusion Because people know who the brand is. I'm the brand. They trust me. So I could could throw whatever I want out there. So it's figuring out what you're selling, what you stand for, and and then going from there.
1: Awesome. Now, how do you, I guess my question, and a lot of people have the same question, is everyone talks about brand these days. Brand, brand, brand. Build your brand, brand, brand. Now, you said brand is really yourself, right? Yep, yep. And yourself kind of you know, developing who you are and what you stand for. Now, how do you personally feel that you have developed your brand? What are the biggest, I mean, maybe pieces of advice without, you know, giving away all your secrets because you want people to obviously come to your, you know, come to your different workshops and things like that. But if I were to say, what do I do? Like, how did, how did you get people to really trust you? What would you say to them?
2: Oh, it's, it's super simple. It's just being yourself. There's no secret. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing when it comes to secrets, right? I I will tell people all of my best secrets because 99% of the people actually don't implement it. <laughs> right. I could tell you exactly what to do to build your business and your brand. And like I said, 99% of people won't do it. It's it's ridiculous. But But the thing is, the secret, how I built my brand myself is by being me. That's it. That's it.
0: Authenticity. I'm,
2: authenticity. I'm vulnerable. You will never, like, you will never see me fake the funk on a Facebook Live, on a video, on a podcast, in person. What you see is what you get. Like, And that's it. And so, and this is the problem that so many people have is they feel like they have to play this facade. And what they don't understand is that people can smell BS from a mile away. And that's it. So they're not gonna wanna roll with you if you're being fake. If you're trying to pretend to live this big lifestyle when you're not, be honest. I'm so, I've cried on Facebook Live. I've told people my struggles. I I keep it all out there. And the amount of, I get more respect and thank yous than I do hate, tenfold, tenfold. Because for me, if someone actually has the, the audacity to say something nasty about me being vulnerable, that's on them. That says more about them than it does on me. Um, you know, and, and that's that, but my biggest secret is being myself. That's
0: it. Easy. I'm just going to slow clap over here. (laughs) Slow clap, Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) Our girl. I love it.
1: I love it. So, um, tell me too, now you go around, you've done some talks, right? Um, you've done some talks at like empowerment events. um when you go and talk what um what what's usually your topic? like who you know do you do the same um, I guess talks as what you're doing with empowerment or business or entrepreneurship what what kind of um I guess speaking events have you done because that's really awesome as well?
2: yeah. Of different ones from different business conferences to, to the fitness conferences. And again, they, they all they talk about branding. Again, it all comes down to confidence and believing yourself. Like, I really do think it always boils down to that is people just looking for permission. So I could go into a talk being like, Oh, we're going to talk about the fundamentals of Facebook live and how to launch your program on Facebook live. And then I always end up talking about confidence. Like it always comes back down to that. Um, which is so, for me, so fascinating. Like, it, it, again, just makes me see that, I think that really anyone is is capable of doing anything. The thing that stops people is the, are themselves. Like, it's the thoughts in your head that stop you from doing that. And I remember hearing a quote one time um, with this woman saying about how she loves graveyards. She's so fascinated by graveyards because it's the richest place on the earth because all the best ideas you know, different medicines, things that could have been solved are all in that graveyard because there are people there that never thought that they could do something and were buried with, with those thoughts. And that has always stuck with me so much. And, uh, you know, again, like when I do these speaking events, it it all comes down to that. It all comes down to confidence and, and people taking that step.
1: It's amazing. I love that. That's like really, I haven't heard that one before.
0: Yeah. It's the truth though. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of good ideas. Go to go to bed. And
1: you know what I love um, as well that I'm just going to throw out there is that um, you're someone that's very authentic. You're you come out and you say, listen, here's me. This is what I am. Here's what I think. And I'm here to, you know, kick ass and take names and inspire the world. And I think that we need more people like you that are ready to step out and help people, inspire them to really believe that they could do things that they don't yet recognize that they can do. And I know that that's something that, you know, Brian and I are trying to do with our podcast is really get out on a much larger level around the world to tell people, you know, we come, you know, we talk about fitness and guess what? You want to run that 5k or that marathon or freaking Ironman, looking at that bag that I am over here, (laughs) that, you know, you're doing things you never thought possible and they're going to scare you. And there, it's not going to be all good and rainbows and sunshine. There's going to be days where you cry and days where you want to give up. And, you know, Brian and I have talked about this in the last couple of weeks. Like, what the hell are we doing sometimes? And other days it's like, no, we are at the exact place in our life that we are meant to be. And you've got to trust the journey when you follow yeah. your passion and follow your shine. So I think it's important, you know, what you're doing is you're, you're finding a tribe a, or you're creating a tribe of people that are positive, that share your shine, that share this vision. And if they don't, maybe they start believing in it, believing in themselves a little bit more than they ever thought they could. So for that, we thank you for what you're doing um, on a huge level for people, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically, um, getting them out of maybe a spot that might have been dark for whatever reason. And that's big. That's what this world is about, about pumping people up and not, Shutting them down or you know, being in competition, it's about holding hands and saying, You got this. Yeah, thank you
2: so much. I appreciate that.
1: So, Brian, let's ask her how to find herself. How do we find you?
2: So, super simple, literally, like it's Nikki Pebbles all over the board. So, you can visit me on my website, com. That's N I K K I P E B B L E S on Instagram at Nikki Pebbles facebook at nikki pebbles also you could find my new tv network on facebook at pebble rebel tv <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much it that's it, it's super simple to find me
0: <laughs> oh my gosh nikki this it. was a blast i, I had a, i had so much fun this is uh I'm, I'm i'm glad to know you nikki
2: thank you well i'm glad to know you guys too thank you for having me on
0: you're awesome anytime we look forward to your success and uh good luck.
1: Yeah, we'll put all your info out on our um, Facebook page which is two foot com, and we'll have that up on Facebook and social media, iTunes, what, you name it. You it's name out it. there. So LinkedIn. Yeah, you name it. We're all over the place with you. So you keep rocking it and uh and this is Christine Conti.
0: And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace.